Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, it's Chris and Christina with Real Life Mentoring. We are so excited to jump in today's topic. Does your story matter? Yeah, does your story matter? We believe it does. Yeah. But we also believe many people have never been asked to tell their story. Yeah. And so we only know what I would say snippets of people's stories sometimes. So we're jumping into this topic because we've been reading somebody's story, you, me, our daughter. Uh, we've been reading the Beth Moore memoir called All Mine Audit Up Live. Beth Moore, for those of you who do not know, is a Christian author, speaker, um, has her own ministry and has been, she's in her sixties, but has been like Christian royalty, if you will, for many, 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 many years. And she came out with her book and she was very candid not graphic, but candid Mm -hmm. about childhood trauma and sexual abuse, about mental illness in her family, uh, about her, her marriage. She just bore it all. So it's been really good to read because she's so authentic. And one of the things that started us to talk more about our stories was our daughter, our oldest daughter's reading the book too. She uh, said that everybody that she's talked to I've been so encouraged that here, you know, this, that's more, but she's sharing the stuff that has been so painful. And that really is attractive. I think, especially to younger people, because we tend to only show the Facebook self, the social media self, but she's sharing it all, all the rawness, all the hurt, all the ugly. And it's just deeply resonating with people. It's giving people permission to share their own stuff. Right. And that ties into why we call uh, this nonprofit Fahrenheit. We call her Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring Mm -hmm. and the podcast that we do, Real Life Mentoring. Because we want to get real. We want to talk about real things. We don't want to talk about surface topics. We want to talk about things that really matter for people. And one of the things that really matters is to know another person's story. One of the, the privileges we have as mentors is to sit down with another person across from them and say, please tell me your story. And I promise to listen well. I promise to ask good questions. And I also promise to honor to that, honor that and yeah. to keep it confidential if there's aspects of it that you want, uh, you want me to keep confidential. So you asked me earlier, what is your story? And that's such a great question. I think that gets thrown out a lot, but your story is your unique experience on the planet. So I don't know how many people know my whole story from beginning to end, but what I can do with my story is be free with it. So if I'm meeting with a young girl and she talks about dealing with anxiety, that's part of my story. And I can say, Oh, sweet one. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I need to talk to you. My story includes that. Or yeah. if somebody's dealing with a challenging relationship with a mom or with mental illness or whatever, I can go, Oh, let me tell you my story about that. Recently, Chris shared on the podcast, you may have already listened to it, his story, more of your story. Yeah. Not, not the whole thing, of course, but right. aspects of it. Right. And this is what your older sister said, Chris. She listened to it and said, as I listened to your story, we grew up in the same household. She's three years older than I am about that. She mm-hmm. said, I did not know these things about you. Right. So you could live in the same home with someone growing up and not know their whole story because unless we verbalize things and it'd be things like this, I felt really alone. I felt like there was all the pressure to help take care of the family uh, financially mentally, emotionally was on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. she couldn't have known that unless I verbalize it. 
And so why does your story matter? Because we've alluded to it earlier in this social media connected world, we feel like we know people. And so you may be watching it for the first time today going, oh, I, I feel yeah. like I, I know you guys. You don't. You don't know that I grew up in a dysfunctional home. You don't know that there was verbal and mental abuse. You don't know that um, I struggled with anxiety for years. You don't know that I had an eating issue that warped my thinking. You, you, you don't know. And people don't know if we don't share. And so that's why we're saying share your story. And so- now, not just sharing your story. You may sound like we're, we're saying it's only about the negative things. No, no, it's no, not no. at all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all of it. And so um, if I were to uh, tell you, hey, I, this is a kind of a silly dream I have. Mm-hmm. Part of my story. I love music. Music resonates with me. I listen to it all the time. It moves me. It gives me it helps me to have visions for the future. Mm-hmm. It makes me hopeful. If I could choose my own career, you know what I would do? You'd be a nightclub singer. I'd be a nightclub singer in Vegas. And that sounds goofy, but I love music. I love to be able to connect with the audience that way. So we're unbuttoned shirts. So right now (laughs) I have to do this in the meantime, but being goofy about it, that's part of my story. Right. So, because I was in a, um, I I was in a contest when I was in the fifth grade singing country roads with some other uh, friends. No, you're just bragging. I know I'm bragging. (laughs) We did make it to the next level, then got cut out. Okay. So with that said, it's part of my story that music means a lot to me. Yeah. So if you know that about me, then um, it, it'll help make sense for you some other aspects of my life. Well, we, I want to transition into why sharing your story is important and it, it leads into that. So okay. one of my sister-in-laws knows my parts of my story, right? But part of my story is my incredibly, perhaps addictive love of coffee. And so because she knows that, she knows that about my story she buys me coffee mugs that she knows that I like, or she'll buy me a new coffee when she comes to visit. It makes me feel so known and seen and loved. And so why do you share your story? Well, like our oldest daughter's comment about Beth Moore, when we share our story, it's an instant relatability to someone, maybe not to everyone, but to someone. Um, And people then get to see the real you. And I want to sail through life. Okay. I want the last chapter of my life, the last moment of my life for those around me weeping because I'm leaving the planet (laughs) to go. We knew her. She didn't hold back. We knew her story. We knew the ugly, but we knew the good and the victorious. And we, I, when we share our story, we're letting people see the real us. You made me think of this. I think no, I know this because I struggle with it myself sometimes, mm-hmm. not as much as I used to. But I think part of the reason people don't share their stories, their whole story, is because they're afraid of rejection mm-hmm. or um, judgment will be passed. Sure. Because if I tell you everything, you're going to realize that I'm very fallible. You may hold it against me. That I'm sinful. <laughs> you may hold it against me. Mm-hmm. I may think you're going to look at me differently. What I, I tell guys that I met, I've mentored in the past, when you have the courage to tell me your whole story, mm-hmm. and that's the good, the bad, and the ugly, man, my respect for you goes way up because I know it takes courage to do that. Yeah. And then I understand you better. Mm-hmm. I understand you better when I hear and know some of your weaknesses and your challenges. Yeah. That's just it's just that way. I think it's human nature, uh, especially in our generation. But I remember being a young mom struggling horribly with anxiety. And 25 years ago, we just didn't talk about stuff like that. We weren't being authentic was not seen <laughs> as a cool, wonderful thing. And thank the Lord 
younger people are now, they want to be authentic. They want to hear the real you. But I struggled so horribly with anxiety and I kept it to myself. I didn't share it. Uh, We were also leaders in uh, a faith community. And I just saw that as such a weakness. And I remember one time you asking me to share my story with anxiety and it was still fresh. And it just gave me diarrhea and throw up like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I knew that the Lord was saying, sweet girl, share your story. And and when I did, there was something Mm -hmm. that happened to me like, oh, I don't have to hide. But so many women thanked me like, oh my gosh, I've been struggling with this, but I haven't told anybody. And that was the consist. I haven't told anybody. I haven't told anybody. And sharing the story, it was like I was in a cocoon. And when I gave power to my story, I didn't glorify the anxiety. I glorified God walking me the anxiety, okay. even when it was horrible, but it shattered something. And so when we share our story, it's great for other people, but it does something for us it as does. well. And I think some of the reason people don't share their stories, number one, they've never been asked. Mm-hmm. We don't even think about it. I think sometimes we just assume. Yeah. But then if you've been raised in a home where secrets are to be kept, mm-hmm. all right, we look one way on the outside, another way on the inside, then that does not uh, in your in your mind that I can actually tell my story yeah. because then you're going to tell stuff that maybe is not wanting to be told. But then also sometimes in, in situations like I've we were on staff at churches in the past and not every one of those systems wanted to hear our real story. Mm-hmm. I was asked to speak. I remember at a, at a church and I thought I'm going to share some of my, my journey and uh, how actually dysfunctional and how unstable it really was, even though I looked like I was very stable as a young man. Uh-huh. It would have been in my 20s. And I talked about the numerous jobs that I, I went through, places I lived, things like this. And I, I felt so good about it. Mm-hmm. And I shared it, I mean, in front of all these people and um, some good response from a few people. But one of the leaders came to me afterwards and told me, never do that again. Mm-hmm. I said, why? He goes, you don't share any of that kind of stuff. We're the leaders and we have an image that we need to portray to these people. Mm-hmm. Now I knew because of the system, I had to do that, yeah. but I knew in my spirit and my gut that is wrong. We ended up having some really solid friendships because we chose to have the courage to step out mm-hmm. and to tell our stories. Well, and I think when we're <laughs> familiar with people, especially family, we think we know the story. But oftentimes we don't. So one of the things I love to do, especially when my my dad is in our presence with our children, I want him to tell us a story about his childhood, because frankly, I don't know very many. And uh, probably a year or so ago, my dad shared something. We were around the table for some gathering or whatever, and I asked him to share a story. And he shared something about Vietnam that I'd never heard before. And probably I was 52 I think a sweet way to draw people in to create spaces by asking questions. Hey, dad, tell us a story when you're a teenager. Uh, hey, grandma over there that is always grouchy. Tell us about. Grandma's always grouchy. Okay. Well, you know, tell yeah. us about when you were uh, first married or, or whatever. People love to talk about themselves and a great way to swoop people in is just ask them, tell us a story about this. Tell us a story about that. Um, well, because no one's going to, most people are not going to walk into a room and go, okay, tell you let me tell you my story. Yeah. You know, yeah. he said, Hey, tell me your story. Tell me, what do you mean? In fact, like you said, give people some direction. Right. Tell me what it was like 
what did you what did you love doing as a kid? Yeah, or Something how did like you that. feel about so and so? That's a great way to build connections. And another thing about telling your story, when we share our story, we get to understand ourselves a little bit better. Mm. I know that there's been times when I've shared certain things about myself to maybe new listeners. And a girl will say, oh, wow, maybe that's why mm. you do this. Oh, my gosh. It helps me understand myself. Do you have an better. example? Um, not offhand. I know it's happened. Okay. Don't ask me those uh, things. Sorry. <laughs> what is an example? I don't know. Maybe my my lack of really being mothered because of my mom, bless her, her own issues. Okay. Then people go, isn't that so ironic? Because you're like the mother to everybody. Okay. All right. Make, like, that oh, makes sense. You're the mother to everybody. So that makes sense. Well, here's like a that. challenge of us and, yeah. and you guys who are maybe parents. Yeah. How well do we know we have three daughters? Yeah. How well do we know their stories? Yeah. I can make the assumption, well, I raised them. Well, Here's a good example. Don't point that finger at me. <laughs> I thought, like, I pride myself in knowing my children. Okay. Well, it's been a couple of years now, but our youngest daughter, I got, I knew that she loved muffins. I assumed it was all muffins. And I got these luscious blueberry muffins for her. And she's like, mom, you know, I don't like baked fruit. I didn't know she didn't like baked fruit. Okay. So that's, that's really deep, Christina. Shut it. No, my, no, my it, point it's is, knowing the whole thing, the whole package. As our, all of our children or adult children how well do we know the adult the adult you're ask right questions because ask questions. okay that, that's important because um, as your children leave home they go to college they go to work they have their own families we can make the assumption i know them well because how i raised them but think about how you have changed i've changed since right. we left our homes our yeah. parents homes yeah you go wow unless i tell my parents that here's another thing too when you have you've had experiences like uh, we lived overseas for many years. How can people here on this side mm -hmm. of the of the planet know how we've changed unless we tell them? Yeah, living in that culture changed me this way because they can make the assumption. Oh, I know you completely. Well, man, God's done some other things in my life as well since then. Well, I also want to speak to the person who isn't married, doesn't have a, a family and children. You, as an adult child, I know that I maybe don't. I'm not forthright with my parents about things. I then can take the opportunity to tell my dad, hey, guess what? Did you know this about me now? Okay. That takes a lot of courage. And there seems to be gaps in thinking like, I'm an adult now. I don't know that my my parent knows my story. Volunteer it. Yeah. Okay. They have to hear. They may not respond. They may... But be brave enough to do that. I'm speaking to myself now. I'm giving myself a homework assignment. One of the things that helped has been so beneficial for me is, as I've told my story, and I've actually, I've written some of it out at times, is to see the thread of yeah. God throughout my life. I was just going to say. I mean, it's so, it's so important because uh, I really wasn't alone, but I really felt alone. Mm -hmm. But when I look at my story and I tell someone else, I really, I see the hand of God all throughout my life. It, it, it the youngest memories that I have, I, I see that now. And for those of us, we have a faith in Jesus Christ. We believe that God is coordinates everything for our good, just like scripture says in Romans 8, 28. <laughs> That's the reason to share the story, to see where God was. Bad things happened in my story. Yeah, but God was still there. He didn't cause it. Not for one second do I believe that a loving, good father 
meant for horrible things to happen. Yeah. Horrible things happen because we live in a fallen world. But the the genius of a God is that he was there in the middle of that. And when I share my story coupled with, but God did this and better yet, I came out of that horrible, awful, nasty thing, believing more and more that God is good. That's the miraculous, miraculous part of telling our stories. Anything else to sum up? Yes. It feels good to be known. And if, if you were to sit down, I say, guys, sit down and write down uh, some people's first names that you believe know you really well. And you might discover that it's just a few names of even one you can write down. Mm-hmm. I mean, know you well, and they cannot know you well unless they know your story. We can know people at a certain level. And maybe we're not supposed to have a ton of people at that level. But how many people really know your story? How well are you known? We're meant to be known and valued. And that happens by telling our stories. And to wrap it up, that feeling of known, God knows it. God knows the complete story, the parts that we gloss over, the parts that we ignore. He knows it all. And the more we come face to face with our own story, I believe, the more we come face to face with God. So anyway, anything else to sum up? I want to take to a parent side. It connects with God. wrapping it up? No, it is (laughs) wrapping it up, but. When you walk in the door of your, let's say, our girls come home to visit, mm-hmm. um, you and I both can pretty much tell if something's off. Yeah. If they're sh- struggling, if they're hurting, if they're sad, if they're excited. Mm-hmm. And it feels good to be able to come home mm-hmm. and know that mom and dad or another person on the planet knows me and they can say, hey, I want to talk to you. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Because you're so known. Yeah. You don't have to even open your mouth before that person goes, I want to ask you a question. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So. So share your story. Share it with people who you trust, who you love, who you know, love you. Um, I think you're going to see some dramatic effects within yourself and with others in your relationships yeah. when you share your story. Sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks. We want to thank you, as always, for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast, if you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to FahrenheitMentoring.org. Hi, this is Chris Corral, producer of the Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring Podcast. This podcast is produced through a partnership with the Confetti Corral Boutique and Michelle Corral Realtor. To find out more about these businesses who support our vision and ministry, go to confetticorral.com or find them on Facebook.